Before we begin, I should warn you that some of you may find what you are about to hear rather disturbing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Until Dawn podcast. My name is Koi, and with me is my wife, Felicia. Hello, everyone. So we've had a lot that we've done since our last episode. We went on a two-week vacation to Disney World. Maybe that's all we did. No, we... uh so yes, we went to Disney World for two weeks. Then we also scouted out some new locations that we're going to be doing future episodes on. And we went and saw the Haunted Mansion movie, yes. which I loved. I loved it too. I, I heard that there was some sort of mixed reactions. I think it was just a little bit of timing. I think it more, should have been more of a fall release. But I still think it's great. I think everybody should go see it. I don't even know if it's still in theaters, actually. Yeah, it is. So, if you hear this, go see it. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Dagan liked the first Haunted Mansion better. I think he just said that to mess with us. Because nobody <laughs> likes the first Haunted Mansion. I kind of disowned him. I mean, it, it, was, it just wasn't anything like the ride. I think that's my thing. Like, I wanted to be like the ride. Right, which the new movie is. Yeah, it was really good. I liked it. You actually went and saw it twice. Yes. Yes. Cause well, I, I worked. Yeah, because we went and saw it, and then I took the kids to go see it. Yeah. But I think that's it. I don't think we've had anything else going on. Is there anything you can think of? No, just the couple places we visited, which hopefully we will be doing episodes on shortly. Yeah. Not that that's not enough. I mean, that's a lot in any amount of time. Right. So let's uh, go ahead and take a quick break and... Oh, wait. What? I just thought of something exciting that happens. What? I got my very first Lego set. You did get your very first Lego set. I actually forgot about that. It's the Hocus Pocus cottage and it's so much harder than i thought to put together <laughs> well how many pieces is it do you remember i think uh, the box is in the I other think room it's like two thousand some i don't know it's a lot in my head i was like it's gonna take an hour and here i am like days later and i'm still working on it but but you're doing a um like a time lapse right yeah so that i can send it to everybody i can put it on facebook so people can see me putting it together. So you can share that on our Instagram and our yeah, Facebook stuff. That. The kids are super aggravated because they want to help me build it, but I will not let them. Like, I'm doing it all on my own. It's good. It's It'll be good. It'll be a good accomplishment when you get it done. Yeah. I just don't know what I'll do with it then. But well, you just set it on the shelf. You can play with it. Yeah. Because it lights up and stuff. <laughs> it does. It lights up and everything. It's pretty crazy. I never knew Legos were like that. In my head, they're just like blocks, but it's really cool. Legos have come a long way since we had Legos as a kid. Right. I don't even think I had real Legos. I had like the generic Legos. I just remember having... Do you remember those? I don't the, remember the generic Legos. I don't know what they were called. But I remember having like a tub of mm-hmm. Legos. Alice keeps like bouncing around and shaking my microphone everywhere. But yeah, I had like a tub of Legos. And it was probably just like something we got somewhere. Right. Like random Legos. Yard sale Legos. Probably. <laughs> now, do you have anything else? Nope. That's no? it. Okay. I'm done now. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break and you can tell us what you've been reading lately. You heard of this uh, big cat that's supposed to be around? <laughs> of course. Some say it's a puma. Others a giant ape. And still others say it's the sucara. The sucara? It's a new kind of animal to me. That's a famous jungle demon that tears living animals to shreds with its claws and then feeds upon them. 
has been known to attack humans also. Hasn't so far, I hope. No. But I'm sure it will. All right, so what book have you been reading? I have been reading Haunted Graveyards of the Ozarks by David E. Harkins. And I really like it so far. It's kind of, it goes into the history of the Ozarks or whatever. And then all the ones, like the first five or six that I've read about, have actually been like in our area. So that's probably why I like it so much, because they're like right by us. That makes sense, because that's something you could like go out and see. It's not, you know, thousands of miles away. Yeah. Remember that when I drug you out, you know, I'm always dragging you places. Yes. Do you remember when I drug you out? I was thinking down Highway J to the witch's grave. Yes. That's actually in this book. Hmm. That's actually surprising. Yeah. I I thought that was kind of like an unknown thing. Right. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else. There's some in St. James. There's like a witch's grave in Lebanon. Why is it always a witch's grave? I think every town probably has a witch's grave. Cracker has a witch's grave. And a crybaby bridge. Yes, Crybaby Holler. I know. You lived in Crybaby Holler, right? No? I swear you told me that you lived in a place called, that they call Crybaby Holler. No. Yeah, I think you did. No. <laughs> <laughs> I swear you did. No. Okay. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. You are. Because I'm never wrong. It's difficult to always be right, but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. No. <laughs> no. When you're wrong, you're wrong. When I'm wrong, I'll never admit it. That I believe. <laughs> um, I think I'm looking at my next book. The next one, I think I'll probably read One Night in Salem. That's the one we just picked up at yeah. Haunted America, right? Yes, the one by Troy Taylor. I like got it set in there, ready to go. So You're staring out the window. Sorry, our window's open and like I've seen cars drive by and I'm it's like a, a dog. I'm like, I wonder what they think when they drive by and and they see like the curtains open. Yeah, because it's staring night, at each other, talking into staring, microphones. Yeah. With, yeah, they're like, why are they looking like across the room? Everyone already the thinks we're weird on the street, so yeah. we're just we're those people on the yeah. street. We always leaving out of the house, like carrying like black case pelican cases <laughs> and stuff, loading them into the back of the car. I just hope that they I think just we're hope like, they no, go ahead. What were they you they say? think we're super important people. I was thinking John Wick, so... I don't know what that is, so... I know. So, what have you... You were watching something the other day. What were you watching? So, I've actually... I picked up another documentary from Small Town Monsters. So, last month, I watched um, The Dogman Triangle. And so, this month, I picked up a similar one in the kind of the same vein called American Werewolves, which is also by Small Town Monsters. And... Um, it came out in 2022, though. And it's been really good. I liked it because it got really compelling stories. You know, you could really f- kind of see how passionate the people were, how much this affected them. It wasn't just, you know, someone telling their story, and then here's a grainy video from, like, two football fields away with a little speck running across the screen. You know, it really, it was, I don't know, it was more emotionally involved i think than some of the other it ones i've seen deep it was deep uh where so the dog man or what'd you say american where like where is this located is this something that happens across the u.s or is it i don't really know anything about it the well the dog the other one i watched it was located in texas okay this one was 
was not. This one was more like up north. So the other one was like south. Michigan? Um, it was set up up in the northwest. Oh, okay. Like Midwest, Northwest, kind of that whole area. Oh, so not Michigan. Well, no, Michigan is Midwest, isn't it? In my mind, Michigan is not Midwest. Where's Michigan? Mid-North. Mid, Mid-North? What? What is Mid-North? Like above us. Above us. Mid-North. Mid-North. So that's, that's a new, we need to get that added in somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where you would add words or descriptions. Mid-North. Wisconsin, Everything above Missouri Michigan will be Mid-North. Mid-North. So like, we're yeah. Midwest and everything above us is Mid-North. Right. Okay. I guess Mid-South would be... Arkansas? No, they're still Midwest, There's but they're getting close to Mid-South. What's, so what's Mid-South then? Oklahoma. Okay. I'm thinking you, of the states. You can't say Texas because that is South. Right. And Louisiana South. So I guess... Oh, so wait, I guess it would be Arkansas, because between Missouri and Arkansas, I mean, Louisiana is Mid-South. Arkansas, Mid-South, Mid-South, Arkansas. Okay, so there we go. We'll have to get that drawn out and everything like broken up into Geography groups. as Geography. seen by Felicia. There we go. It just makes more sense. Once again, I'm always right, so. <laughs> you heard it here first, Mid-North, Mid-South. Yeah. I was just thinking, back to the graveyard book, I was really hoping that that graveyard on Fort Leonardwood would be in it. Not the Bloodlands, though the Bloodlands should be in this book. The one with bacon. The one with bacon. Remember that grave? There's like, no, because the only thing with bacon that I remember <laughs> is the kitchen. No. Okay, so it's over by the golf course. I think it's Ramsey Cemetery, Oh, you're talking about it? the one up on the hill? So yeah, it's the craziest thing. It's like this really old graveyard. There's probably, what, 10 tombstones maybe? Mm, if that many. One of them just straight up says bacon in quotation marks. And I love that grave. Like, it's just awesome. I just want to know the story behind it. I actually need to try to figure that out. Got to be an interesting story, I'm right? I'm sure. Maybe it was an animal. Maybe it was a pig. But I, I feel like there's a name on it too. But it definitely says bacon in parentheses. Maybe that or was quotations, a nickname. quotations, I mean. Yeah, maybe. Is it new or old? It's old. It's like 1800s or okay. 1900s. I don't Because I thought there was a newer one up there as well. No. This is the old one. But is there a newer one up there? A newer what? Graveyard? No, tombstone. Um, I thought the one kind of in the middle. I think that's more of a monument, maybe. Oh. I don't know. Next time we take Athena to golf practice, we can go up there and check out the grave. I always tell her, I'm like, there's a grave up there that says bacon. I don't think she believes me. I, I think she's unimpressed. She's just like, okay, mom. More weird facts from mom. I know. I know them all. It's just... That's, That's kind of like the whole, it's every, my time, specialty. every time the kids do something unsafe, you tell them about <laughs> how you know somebody. I do know somebody that something happened to. And they're like, oh, mom knows somebody. <laughs> it's so true though. I'm a hairstylist. I hear all the stories. It might just be that all kids do the same unsafe things. Right. Yeah. Could be. I know they do get so annoyed with that. Mom knows somebody. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. I do know somebody. <laughs> so check out, what's the title of your book again? Haunted Graveyards of the Ozarks. And check out American Werewolves by Small Town Monsters. Both of them are great. Yeah. I highly recommend. All right. So what are we talking about tonight? We are talking about my most favorite thing ever. Me? Elvis Presley. Oh. No. Not Sorry. Me. 
My second most favorite thing ever. This is awkward. Elvis Presley. Because tomorrow, which will be today when this episode comes out, will be the 46th anniversary of his death. And so we're talking about... Ghosts and hauntings of Elvis Presley. Correct. All right. So let's take a quick break and do just that. So, as I just mentioned, well, I guess you mentioned, we're going to be talking about the ghosts of Elvis. And can you tell me a little bit about Elvis? Well, I don't really need to because it's Elvis and everybody knows about Elvis. Okay. Literally everybody in the world. So. Just in case somebody doesn't. He was the king of rock and roll. And? It's really, I'm going to talk about his death. Okay. Because that's what's going to lead to the ghost. That is if he actually died. You know, people say that he is still alive. I think that's just wishful thinking, unfortunately. But honestly, I just know so many super random, odd facts about him that I've just, I got to cut it down to like his death because we could be here all night. Like I could probably do like a forever podcast on Elvis Presley. Like I will say like, okay. Like what's a random fact? Oh God, you're putting me on the spot. You call, you said it. You're like, I could do an Elvis <laughs> Forever podcast. Why are you podcast. doing this to me? I'm your spouse. I'm your wife. You're not supposed to do this to me. I just want to give you know everybody an example. Okay, super random facts. Elvis's favorite water was Mountain Valley Spring Water from Arkansas. Elvis was a distant cousin of Jimmy Carter. And... Oh, I'm trying to think of one more just off the top of my head, but I feel so pressured right now because you're staring at me. Uh, uh, oh, he had a chimpanzee named Scatter that liked to misbehave, and he, the chimpanzee always pulled down women's skirts. Well, that's convenient. Yeah, right? <laughs> that seems so like that's a some, trained That's three trait. random facts right there. Okay, there you go. Like, I seriously can spew them out. All right. Well, let's oh, I know another one. Elvis's dad's name was Vernon, and people spell it V-E-R-N-O-N. But if you look on the birth certificate at the Tupelo Museum, it's actually spelled V-E-R-N-E-N. Yeah, okay. So that, yeah, that was super Elvis random. nerd. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get it back on the rails here. <laughs> okay. So let's say Elvis was born January 8th, 1935 in East Tupelo, Mississippi. He had a twin brother named Jesse Guerin, who was born before him. He was still born, though. Elvis was born 35 minutes later, and he was named Elvis Aaron, A-R-O-N, but later changed his name to A-A-R-O-N, 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 Elvis A-A-R-O-N Presley. I don't know, know, uh, this doesn't sound the same. I think that's right. I think he changed his name, or he wanted to, I don't know if it was actually ever changed. Officially? Yeah. I will have to look that up. So... His death. Let's get to the 
there's so much in between like you know but anyway his death he died on august 16th 1977 around so everybody knows elvis was like a night person like he stayed up all night he slept all day he would get up like mid-afternoon that's when his day started so around 205 his girlfriend his then girlfriend slash actually fiance ginger alden she found him lying face down and unresponsive on his bathroom floor. He had told her earlier that he was going to get up and go into the restroom. And then I don't know why she didn't go check on him. Wasn't he like going to read or theory. something? Yeah, he said he was going to go in there and read. AKA, go. Number two. Nobody can see hand Go gestures. number two. I was dropping the bowel movement sign. Hand sign. So now everybody will wonder what the bowel movement hand signal is. You're right. It's like a <laughs> two fingers like curling down. Deuce. <laughs> So anyway, at 2.33, Memphis Fire Station number 29 received a call that an individual at 3754 Elvis Presley Boulevard was having difficulty breathing. So this was not uncommon. Like they always got calls like this because a woman like out there fainting, like getting too excited, Memphis heat, Elvis heat, you know, getting hot. So also fans like getting hit by cars. So really, there, you know, there was just always a really large crowds out there. So when it was called over, they were like, probably assuming it was the usual. So as the ambulance arrived, immediately they known this wasn't like the usual thing because it was actually directed inside into the mansion. Once they got there, they got out and they were greeted by Elvis's bodyguards who brought them inside and then up the stairs into a large bathroom. So once they get into the bathroom, they see like a man laying on the floor, right? There's like tons of people in the room with him and they don't even realize who it is at first. He was like laying face down, like to the left, palms up. I'm reenacting it. Yeah. Again, they <laughs> can't, can't see, see you. Me. So it, actually, it wasn't until they like rolled him over and like seen sideburns, they saw a medallion around his neck, that they realized who it actually was. So upon examining him, they said he was like, his coloring was kind of dark blue. He had no pulse and his pupils, they did not respond to light. So, so was he actually dead then? Yes, I believe so. Yes. Because I mean, he had been laying there a while because he had like bruising on his cheek where his the blood had settled they said rigor mortis had started to set in so yeah i would say yeah i mean i'm not a medical professional but i think so so at 256 he was transported to baptist memorial hospital which was about 20 minute drive from graceland which would what put him getting to the hospital about 315 and at 330 he was officially declared deceased sad day I've actually seen videos and stuff of like the funeral and it's oh my gosh insane. It's so sad. I just can't even remember and we watched what was that, the last twenty four hours of Elvis or yeah, something on like that. Crackle, which I did not know was a thing, but it's got and a it, ton of stuff and it's free. Yeah. You know, that was pretty crazy. Because there was people that they interviewed that was actually there when he died. Right. So, um, well, everyone says, oh, he died of a heart attack or whatever. We don't officially, so we got medical reports from it, but we don't have the autopsy. 
And random facta that I know, his dad, Vernon, actually sealed his autopsy results and they cannot be released until 2027. And that'll be the on the 50th anniversary of his death and his autopsy will be released. So everybody can actually see what was going on. Right. Hmm. That's interesting. That's a weird thing, too, that he would have done. Right. I guess he was just probably trying to... Maybe protect his protect image. Protect the image. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That makes sense. So. so while researching this, I was amazed by the amount of different stories and the amount of people that have claimed to have seen his ghost. Like, I don't know if this was because he was famous, so more people have visited like locations and stuff in relation to him. Or if people just want to see his ghost. Right. That You know, that may be something, too, like... You know, more people want to see his ghost, but then also there's so many people visiting places like Graceland that there's more of a possibility of people seeing his ghost. But then I also wonder too, is that so many people had a connection with him that kind of goes beyond him being famous, a celebrity. So many people had like a, they felt a personal connection to him that maybe increases the possibility of them seeing his ghost. I think a lot of people want to see it. They want to know his energy's there, his spirit's there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if he did pass away there. Like, I think you go there, like, expecting to feel that. Or at least I do. I would. There's so much energy there. I mean, if you've ever been to, like, Graceland, you know, there's just, it's, there's so much. I mean, you see all these different places. I love it. It's so cool. I'm planning us an epic road trip. <laughs> Just so you know. I'm sure you it's are. It's going to be in the spring. I'm sure you are. Yes. So what do you have for ghost stories? So some of them are like visitor ghost stories. Like people report like when they walk into Graceland that they get this weird, like we said, energy, like this feeling, like standing in the foyer. Now the foyer supposedly, I don't know, is right below the bathroom where he passed away. But then I kind of wonder, like, is that what we're talking about? Just that energy of being there, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, so. you go in there and you, it just, if you know, you're overwhelmed by emotions and, like, a f- connection to him. Like, this is where he was standing. This is the stairs. This is the jungle room. Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. I love Graceland. Sorry, I keep saying that. Um other stories say that people have seen like his reflection in the glass. There's like glass everywhere in the house if you've been there. Mirrors. Um, also, people have reported hearing and actually staff hearing him singing upstairs, which is so creepy and awesome, right? That would be super weird. Could you imagine? That'd be amazing. <laughs> One story that I found was a lady. She was out in the it's like another building where they keep like his jumpsuits and stuff that she was looking at a jumpsuit and like in her peripheral vision, she's seen like somebody walk up. So she don't think anything about it because you know, there's so many, so many people in and out. Well, when she looks back at the jumpsuit in the reflection, she sees Elvis standing next to her. So she like turns to look at him and then gone. There's no one there. That's weird. I want. It's hard because in there, you know, there's all those jumpsuits, and like it's easy to, 
you know, see somebody in your peripheral. But I mean, you know, you're going to know the difference. I mean, being in there, working in there, you're going to know the difference of somebody standing there or something like a jumpsuit because you're around it all the time. Well, this was just a visitor. Oh, that was a visitor. Yeah. She was just looking at the jumpsuit and then seeing somebody walk up, which wouldn't be weird. I mean, we've been in there, you know, there's people walking in and out and back and forth. And, but yeah, when she looked back, that's when she saw him and then looked over, but nobody was there. That's really weird. It's cool. It's a cool (laughs) story. So I got one. It's from, this is from somebody that did work there. This is as a former maid and cook, uh, Nancy Rooks. And she said that she was sitting in the house and sitting at the table one morning and she heard a door slam so hard, but she didn't see the, the door close, but she heard it. And then she said she stayed outside because she says maybe someone slipped in in there, but there wasn't anybody. And she said that was Elvis and he was angry and he just slammed the door really hard because he never wanted his house opened up to the public. So she was saying that he was, I guess, that she felt like it was him because that was something that he would do when he was upset was slam a door. Okay. So she said that, you know. When she heard it. When she heard it, she felt like that was him. Huh, interesting. You know what, though? That's kind of true. Like, he loved Graceland, right? That was like his place he went to get away from people and... right. Like it was his kind of his sanctuary. Sanctuary. That's the word I was looking for. So he probably is like setting back, like all these people coming in, walking around. He's probably like, what the hell? Right. Like she had, but she doesn't seem to be too bothered about it. Cause she did have another story and it was kind of, it was kind of funny. She said that she, you know, that just odd things would happen and stuff like in the trophy room and stuff. And she said she'd be down in the trophy room and the lights would flash on and off when she was cleaning and she would be just say, Mr. Elvis, now you leave those lights alone because I got to see. And she would just talk to him like he was there. So right. That's awesome. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. The other stories report of him like looking out the window, kind of the same thing, like kind of watching people. So right. like looking out, at, you know, over the grounds, like looking at people, uh, seeing him in the jungle room, which... My understanding is that's somewhere he liked to hang out, and he actually recorded a, an album or two in the jungle room. I did see uh, a video when I was uh, researching all this of uh, from which is it's supposed to be. I, don't, I can't verify it, but it's supposed to be of security camera footage, and there's like a glimpse of him. Oh my gosh! I think I saw that video. And too. It's like the back of him, and it looks like he's like walking into. Is the, he like in a jumpsuit? I couldn't tell if he was in a jumpsuit, but it definitely looked like he was... Or like a big robe type Maybe thing. like, oh, yeah. He was so awesome. I just want to walk around the house like that. Actually, I can walk around the house like that because I got my <laughs> Elvis Snuggie. You do That makes Elvis me look Snuggie. like Elvis Presley. Yes. So. Another weird random fact, <laughs> but not about Elvis. <laughs> about Felicia. Right. Another report I seen was about a young uniformed Elvis walking outside of Graceland, like outside the gates. That's been reported. When you say uniform. Like in his army uniform. Oh, in his army uniform. I didn't know if it was army uniform or cop uniform. Cop uniform. You remember hearing the stories about like Elvis like dressing up as a cop and pulling people over? 
Yes, I forgot about that. Oh, that would be so amazing. <laughs> Could you imagine that happening? No, because I wasn't That's born yet. That's illegal, but it's Elvis, so it's okay. But it's, it's also okay. the 70s. And right, it's Elvis. Um, I did find a couple of stories, actually, family members who have like said stuff about Elvis's ghost. One was in The Guardian, Priscilla. She said, when I go to Graceland, my gosh, I can walk in that door and see him walking down the stairs. I can hear laughter. I can hear the music playing in the music room. It's very surreal feeling, but it's not scary. It's beautiful. So is that really talking about his ghost or is that more of the energy and just what she feels? Right. It's kind of like, well, I, I picture it kind of like going into a place where you have so many you know, happy memories. Right. It's kind of like smell. Like, you know how smells right. bring back stuff? So maybe just... You know, you smell oh, that one thing. actually and, seen this or she's... Right. You smell cookies and you think back to, you know, when you were a kid and your mom baking cookies right. type thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's really... I mean, I'm sure though that if anybody has seen any a ghost of Elvis there, it's her. Right. Um, another one, Billy, his cousin... He said that it got to a point where I'd go to sleep. It'd be early in the morning and I'd hear him calling me. I even got up and got Joe up. That's his wife. She used to wake up too sometimes close at this, close to the same time. But it was when he was near the front of Graceland and he saw the upstairs window that he says he felt something. His cousin continued to say, I'd get dressed and I'd go out to Graceland. And for some reason, I always look up at his office window because I feel like he was calling me and he was looking out the window. Oh boy, that that got to me. And after they brought Elvis's casket back into Graceland and they buried it, then I felt it, I was a little more at ease and it was time for me to get out of there. So he kind of just had a hard time going to Graceland after that. Right. So speaking of uh, Elvis's cousin, Billy. So I found a story on the U- Express from the UK about this Billy's son, Danny Smith. Mm-hmm. So he said, this is true. Last night I was sitting here in this spot. It was a video and it showed him sitting in a chair. I was watching some stuff on TV and I got kind of tired. So I turned the TV off and of course I put on some Elvis music. And while I was listening to it, all of a sudden it was like a hand touched me on my right shoulder. I freaked out and jumped up and got off the couch. There was goosebumps. I mean, every hair on my body was probably standing straight out. Danny said, it it really freaked me out. And it was kind of the first thing I thought as I looked over towards the stereo because the Elvis music was playing and I just got that feeling. The King's cousin's son then pointed out that he also had a picture of his late grandmother who died last October on his right. He said, I can't say that it was really anything, but to me, it was almost like maybe it was Elvis, or maybe it was my grandmother, or maybe both. And the reason I read that story was because it kind of went back to what we were saying earlier of people wanting it to be Elvis. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, was it his grandmother, or was it Elvis? You know, nobody knows, but I feel like he wanted it to be Elvis. Yeah. Um... You had spoke about Nancy Rooks, the maid, earlier. I had found a story where she said she was, like, trying to take a nap in, like, one of the rooms. I can't remember which room it was. But she said she felt something tapping on her. She she just 
felt like it was Elvis's telling her like get up get back to work actually yeah that was that was a funny story I remember seeing that somewhere yeah something else so not Elvis but his mom Gladys I seen stories about her haunting it too which yeah that would make sense they said that uh you can hear her yell Elvis like from the dining room they they can hear her say his name and then constantly hear her walking up and down the stairs. And they said they knew, they know that sound. It was the security team that said this. Because she did live there and they heard it so much. Like they know what it sounds like when she goes up and down. And that to this day you can still hear her moving up and down the stairs. Probably pacing. Probably. While Elvis was off in Germany. Right. Moving on from Graceland. Another place that I've seen that has spirit or ghost has been seen is RCA Studios B in Nashville. That's where he recorded a lot of his albums. Um, when people say when they talk about Elvis, like weird things happen, like lights blow out, ladders, equipment fall over, weird noises and music notes come through the sound system. And there's been a couple workers that have reported seeing a full body apparition of Elvis. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder, because if you think about it, like how, you know, when you're going out and doing a paranormal investigation, you're Mm -hmm. going out and you're using recorders and stuff. So I wonder, you know, how much stuff they have picked up doing recordings because, you know, it is just a giant soundboard and a bunch of microphones. I don't know that it's used as a recording studio anymore. I think it was changed to like television studio for a while and maybe now I don't know if it's used now or if it's like a museum now or what but he recorded there from like 1958 until 1971 so he recorded a lot of stuff there he spent a lot of time there so I could see that could be a reason he was there right because well just so much energy right Mm What about you? What else do you have? So I have a story from Las Vegas where he also spent a lot of time. So this was at the International Hotel, which then became the Las Vegas Hilton, which is now called the Westgate Hotel, which is actually still in operation. And you can still go stay there. And you could even go stay on the top floor in the Elvis Suite. Which Gosh, now I wonder it's, how expensive that I, is. Well, I think the article I read was like, I think half of it is being used by Barry Manilow. So I imagine you probably have to have Barry Manilow money. <laughs> but it's not called the Elvis Suite anymore. Now it's called, uh, I think it's the Tuscany Villa yeah, is what it's, it's called Tuscany now. Something. And it's actually much larger and doesn't even look the same because I'm sure they've remodeled it quite a bit since, you know, the late 70s. Yeah. But. Elvis performed 837 consecutive shows at the International Theater over the years. And I think the number was 636. Do what? What? 636 what? Sold out shows. Yes. That was not random. That does not count. (laughs) What do you mean it was random? And his last show was in December of 1976. So, of course, several months later, in the summer of 77, he died. And shortly after that, 
a another Las Vegas performer was contacted, you know, little known small time person named uh, Wayne Newton, also known as Mr. Vegas. Um, he was called by what was then the, the Las Vegas Hilton and asked if he would then come in and perform. And of course it was not, they were friends. They knew one, each other well. And he said he, need, of course, needed some time to think about it. And in doing so, he actually created what he called the Elvis Med- Medley. Or Melody. I mean, I Medley. Can't, I can't talk Medley. tonight. As a kind of a tribute to his late friend. And so before one of his shows, they came in and said, hey, the balcony is going to be empty. Nobody, nobody will be up there. Which I don't know why they told them. I guess that's something normal it's that they say. because the lights shine on them. So they want them to know there's no one up there. So they're not trying to acknowledge crowd that isn't there. Okay. Well, actually that... Makes them look so, like observant. With this story, that actually makes a lot more sense. So they, um, in the mid-show, Newton called for the Elvis medley. And this is actually going to be the first time he was going to perform it. And while he's saying all the lights in the theater were, were down except for one spotlight on him, Newton says that while he's performing, he looks up and notices an image of a man coming into the balcony. And he thought that was strange because he was told right before the show that nobody would be up there. And then he said that the person he saw in the balcony was Elvis. He said he looked at him and Elvis looked down at Wayne and he looked at peace and he smiled at him and said it made him feel that Elvis was telling him that it was okay and he appreciated the performance. What is wrong? I got goosebumps. (laughs) Look. I see that, yeah. So he said that it's one of like the greatest moments of him for him performing right was i guess getting That's acknowledgement so cool. and stuff from his friend uh, besides you know that which i don't you know you can't really top that uh employees and visitors have said they've seen elvis on the casino floor in long hallways the upper floors they've seen him in the tuscany villa which is not surprising by any means and that many people that stayed in the villa said they feel Elvis's presence and that they even sometimes hear his music come on the radio when the radio is not even on. Maybe one day we can stay in the Tuscany yeah. Villa. Oh, yes. If anybody Please. wants to donate a Tuscany <laughs> Villa stay to us in Las Vegas, just you know, let us That's know. Funny. Uh, one thing I saw, it was super funny. It said that people see him driving in a ghost convertible down the strip in Vegas. Did you see that? People no. report so which, seeing that. So it's a ghost of Elvis in a, in ghost, a ghost of the car? ghost convertible driving down the interstate. So is the mean, car the invisible? Strip. Is it like kind of see-through? I don't know. Yeah. It's like a ghost car. Oh, okay. Well, that would be cool. Yeah. We should go to Vegas, renew our vows by Elvis. Oh, speaking of renewing vows, I don't have I don't have notes on this. So, But another place in Las Vegas that some people said they have seen Elvis Mm. is in the little Western little white chapel. No, I think it was called the little Western wedding chapel. Okay. But it's from, it's the wedding chapel that was used in Viva Las Vegas. Okay. Huh. I'll have to look that one up. I haven't seen that story. I love that Wayne Newton story. 
Although, you know what? Every time I think of Wayne Newton, I think of Vegas Vacation. National Lampoon's Vegas yes, Vacation. Yes, where he was, was like hitting on the mom. Yes. Like, I don't know why. Every time I think Wayne Newton, I think of that. A little creepy. Well, that Wayne Newton took a, I mean, it's took Wayne a big Newton, turn though. there. Right. But no, I uh, I actually really I enjoyed that story. That was why I, I led with that one. But yeah, actually think okay, this is not a, a no, this is not random Elvis fact. But I think that after he passed away, Wayne Newton was like one of the first people that Vernon called to let him know that Elvis had died. <laughs> like they were actually really close. Yeah, I did not know that. I did know though that so they remodeled the whole stage area, but there's a service elevator that you take down to get to the stage. Mm-hmm. And there's sections where Elvis would come off the elevator and there's a section on the floor and there's a beam that's never been touched. It's still com- the original wood and everything. And it's still distressed and everything where El- every time Elvis stopped and prayed before he went and took the stage. Oh, really? Hmm. Now I'm I trying to figure out open to the public or not though. How can I work Vegas into my, Super duper, super duper Elvis road trip. Yeah, that's that is in the, in the wrong direction. direction. Right. So that's that's just gonna have to be something else for another day, another Let's time. Have to take a flight out there. Yeah. Doing this episode made me think. I really love celebrity ghost stories. I don't know why. I guess it's like. Well, they are easier to find. I do like that. <laughs> I actually saw a celebrity ghost. You saw a celebrity ghost. I saw Conway Twitty. True story. I did not know he was a ghost at the time. I thought I actually saw him. When was this? It was like 1993. So I'm not going to lie. For a second, I mixed up Conway Twitty and Dwight Yoakam and didn't <laughs> think he was dead. What? Yeah. How do you even do that? I don't know. <laughs> but I, in my head, I'm picturing Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so we were up at the hospital in Springfield, Missouri, Cox Hospital, and it was like the middle of the night, we were up there like at the ER, and I can't remember, somebody was at there, I don't, you know my family, like if someone's sick, everybody goes, Right. like every, my family is huge, and every, that was before COVID, so everybody could go. So anyway, me and a friend, we were walking around, we were bored, and you it used to be that whenever there was babies born, they kept them in the nursery and then like the big window and you could go look at the babies. So anyway, I was like, we're going to go look at the babies because we were bored. Anyway, so we go and we look and we're walking back and I see Conway Twitty in the hallway staring at me. Like he, not staring, okay, he looked at me and her looked and then he turned the corner and walked away and i was like oh my god that was conway twitty and i loved like him i loved barbara mandrell dolly parton kenny rogers like those are my peeps anyway so i run back and when i tell my dad he's at the er and i'm like oh my god we just saw conway twitty and of course he's like that's ridiculous you did not see him right which is ridiculous actually hospital in springfield missouri right yeah so anyway, I'm like, I swear to God, I saw him and he looked at me and then he turned and he like turned down the hallway. So uh, like two days later, I was watching the news and that night in the hospital, Conway Twitty was there and he died. In Springfield, Missouri? In Springfield, Missouri at the hospital the night we were there. So he actually was so physically. He, he was physically there 
but there was no way he was up walking around because he had like an aortic aneurysm on his bus between Branson and Springfield and they drove him to the hospital. So Took him into emergency surgery. Tell me I did not see his ghost. You saw like, his ghost. I, I mean. Crazy. Well, at least you got to see Conway My dad Quitty. thought I was just lying, telling a story, but well, yeah. yeah I Isn't see that, that crazy though? That is crazy. Yeah. He had great hair. <laughs> I always liked his hair. I guess I've always been like an aspiring hairstylist. I guess so. Yeah. I would love if any of our listeners have like a celebrity ghost story, I would love for them to send it in so I could like read it or call us and like leave a voicemail. Yeah. If you you call in and leave a voicemail with your celebrity ghost story, I will play it on the next episode. Unless you don't want me to. If you don't want me to, make sure you say, don't play this. Yeah, but I'm still listening because I love them. I don't, I don't have a celebrity ghost story. Oh. I don't think I have any ghost stories from when I was a kid. You don't? I don't think so. That makes me sad for you. <laughs> See, when our, our kids grow up, they're not going to have like their own ghost stories, but they're going to be like, our parents were freaking weird. They're going to tell like weird stories about us. Actually, that is a conversation that comes up all the time at work. So... Not everybody knows, you know, what we do. Not everybody knows about the podcast, you know, paranormal investigations. Not everybody at my work knows about that. Not that I keep it secret or anything. It's just it doesn't get around or it doesn't always come up. But when it does come up, that is always a question that gets asked. Because everybody knows I have kids. So they always ask, what do your kids think? What do your kids do? Like, I don't think, you know, they're just kids and they do kid stuff. They just think their parents are weird right. and have all kinds of weird stuff in their house. My favorite, though, is when Brianna got, she was sleeping. She, she like got scratched by something. It was probably her dog. But remember, she thought she had a poltergeist in her bedroom. Yes. <laughs> that was the best. I don't know why. I just thought that was hilarious. I actually forgot about that. That yeah, was she's hilarious. Like, I think I have a yeah, she kept in my bedroom because she, had, <laughs> she scratches. had scratches all over her side. She's probably scratching herself. That could have been it too. She was cr- probably scratching herself or it's the fact that she works at a vet's office. Right. And has scratches on her anyway. Right. Yeah. She literally just sends us pictures of her getting bit by cats yeah. on the regular. But that's one of my favorite stories from a kid is her thinking that she had a poltergeist in her bed. Yeah. I always wonder like how the, you know, the kids describe us to other people I know that's true I probably yeah I would like to hear that maybe maybe Maybe. not (laughs) well now we've completely went off the rails and went from Elvis's ghost to Conway Twitty's ghost to you know what our kids say about us when we're not around which I don't think any parent wants to know that yeah I know that's my favorite part as a hairstylist. I love when kids talk about their parents because it's just hilarious. Just what kids say. And kids will say anything, especially to other adults. Yes. It's so funny. All right. So, you got anything else? I think that's it. You think that's it? I'm just rambling at this point. Yeah. So, where can people find us? On Facebook and Instagram at Until Dawn Podcast. You can email us at untildawnpodcast at gmail.com. And you can send us a text message 
or leave us a voicemail with your celebrity ghost story at 913-703-DAWN. And please, I want celebrity ghost stories. I want them. Yes. Send, send us your celebrity ghost stories so we can play them or just listen to them. Also, go in and leave us a five-star review <laughs> and tell us how great we are. Or leave us a five-star review and tell us how great we are. <laughs> but really, you know, go in there you know, and do do that because it does really make it easier for other people to find us. And if you enjoyed this episode, you know, tell your friends about it. Or if you didn't enjoy this episode, tell your friends to listen yeah, anyway. people like to... Or tell people you don't like to listen to it. Right. <laughs> So until next time, though, I'm Coy. I'm Felicia. And this is Until Dawn.